0: Today, we are going to speak on From Bondage to Freedom. Many Christians everywhere are not walking in the victory that Jesus has made available for them. They feel unworthy to serve God, inadequate, fearful. All sorts of things bind them to such a level, it's hard for them to break free. Some people are still harboring unforgiveness against another person or even against themselves or they carry on in a past hurt. Others are bound by a past trauma caused by an accident or abuse physically or emotionally. Yet others just believe a lie that they hurt against themselves at some time in their lives. From a school teacher or their parents or any body. And all these negative things are sent to steal, kill, and destroy from the kingdom of darkness. John 10, verse 10 The devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But Christ came to give us life and life in all abundance. All these issues are very real. Even though they are just spiritual things that are holding them back, but these spiritual forces can attack the mind in such a way that the person is bound down, unable to move forward or get free from it. But there's some good news from the word of God. Colossians 2:13 to 15 says, "And you Being dead in your sins and the uncircumcision of your flesh, he has quickened together with him, forgiving all your trespasses, blotting out the handwriting of ordinances that was against us, which was contrary to us, and took it out of the way, nailing it to the cross. And having spoiled principalities and powers he made a show of them openly triumphing over them in it. Now this verse is very important to anyone that needs to be set free from sin, sickness, spiritual problems. This verse speaks of three very important things. Colossians 2 13 says that we are forgiven because Jesus has already paid the price for our sins on the cross. So how do we get right there? It's simply coming to Jesus and asking him to forgive our sins. So we've got to do it. He's made the place for forgiveness on the cross. But we have to ask the lord to forgive us if we don't then we carry on living in our sin well that causes lots of problems and lots of fears and difficulties and emotional problems then verse 40 says that his death on the cross also wiped out all the requirements of the law of the Old Testament. Well, here, Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone who believes. That's Romans 10, 4. And Romans six fourteen says, For sin shall not have dominion over you, for you are not under the law, but under grace. This means we can come to Jesus and ask him to forgive us. And once he has forgiven us, we've got to turn from sin, walk in righteousness, and because we live under the law of grace, as we practice righteousness, God actually gives us the gift of righteousness and the grace to achieve it. It is possible for us to walk free from sin in Jesus. And this is great, great news. Whereas in the law, you have to go to prison for it to serve a sentence of years. With Jesus under grace, he forgives you and cleanses you from all unrighteousness. And as we make the decision to walk in righteousness, seriously walking in righteousness to pursue righteousness he gives us a gift of righteousness by his grace and the grace to achieve it that is good news so when you confess your sins and accept jesus as lord and savior you are forgiven and made righteous by faith in jesus Therefore, you're no longer under the government of the law. Yet, how many Christians still walk in their yoke of bondage to the law or to the old spiritual problems that have held them down possibly for many years. And then we read verse 15, which deals with it so well. Having disarmed principalities and powers, he made a public spectacle of them, triumphantly over them in it. Wow, this means that Jesus has disarmed his enemies, the devil, stripping them of all their armor and weapon. Jesus triumphed over them and subjected them to open, total defeat. Jesus has already defeated all principalities, all powers, who were in rebellion against God and man. All the devil has left is to bluff us and deceive us into staying in this terrible bondage when we can become totally free from every sin and every bondage through Jesus. And it all comes down to who we believe, Satan or God. We no longer need to live in fear, hoping somehow to hold Satan off if we know that Jesus has already disarmed the devil on the cross. Jesus gave man dominion over all the earth in Genesis 1, 26. It is man who gave his dominion over to Satan through eating of the fruit of the knowledge of good and evil. But God has done something about it. God sent Jesus not only to pay the price for the sin on the cross and forgive us, but also to set us free from every bondage that Satan has put into our minds and into our spirits, and to give us back the dominion of the earth to those who receive it and do it. Genesis 1.26, And to God, and God said, Let us make man in our image after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps upon this earth. Then Revelation, Genesis is the first book. Revelation is the last book in the Bible. And it says, and from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness and the first begotten of the dead and the prince of the kings of the earth to him that loved us and washed us from our sins with his own blood. Do you know Ron Wyatt discovered the Ark of the Covenant? And you know where he discovered it? Right under the cracked rock under where Jesus was crucified. When Jesus was crucified on the cross The blood flowed down the cross and there's an earthquake at the moment that Jesus died. And this blood flowed down through the crack in the rock right below the cross where he was crucified through the rock and then down onto the Ark of the Covenant hidden in the cave below the place where Jesus was crucified on the cross. Ron Wyatt had this blood analysed and they discovered the blood to be of a one-parent person, which is further proof that Jesus is born through the Holy Spirit, through the Virgin Mary, so not to be contaminated by the four- of man. This is why Jesus was totally perfect, totally sinless. He knew no sin. This is why he had total dominion over everything on the earth. Over nature, he could calm the storms. Over distance, he could heal the centurion's servant. Over sickness, he could heal the sick. Over demons, he could drive out demons. And over death, he could raise the dead. And then when he was crucified on the cross, Jesus rose from the dead in three days in total and complete victory over sin, sickness and death and then he ascended to heaven where he is alive today at the right hand of the father willing to forgive your sin heal your sick bodies free you from every demonic oppression and give you eternal life and give you back the dominion that you lost through the fall of man through receiving him and becoming a Christian, through accepting what Jesus did on the cross. So this victory he gives to every person who comes to Jesus and receives what he did on the cross. This is very powerful. He gives you back the dominion through you, receiving the gift of the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit gives you the power and authority of the name of Jesus to heal the sick, to cast out demons, and even raise the dead while you are still alive on this earth. And that is very, very powerful. Not only this, Jesus is the firstborn from the dead. Jesus is the first person ever to be raised from the dead. And he has become the prince of the kings of the earth. He is our prince and ruler, not Satan anymore, since Jesus died and rose from the dead. Psalm 89, 26 to 27 says, He shall cry to me, Thou art my Father and my God and the rock of my salvation. Also I shall make him my firstborn, higher than the kings of the earth. Now the psalm is talking about Jesus. Then Psalm 2, 4, 7 says, He that sitteth in the heaven shall laugh. The Lord shall have them in derision. He shall speak unto them that in his wrath and vex him in his sore displeasure. Yet I set my king upon my holy hill of Zion. I shall declare the decree. The Lord has said unto me, Thou art my son this day, I have forgotten thee. The devil thought that if he killed the king of kings, Jesus, he would have full dominion. But in actual fact, he got it wrong because through the death of Jesus he had to die because only his blood could wipe away the sins of man and forgive man and raise him up to how he was before Adam and Eve sinned on the cross. So Jesus is ahead of the new race. And those who receive Jesus as Lord as Savior are part of it, if if we accepted Jesus as Lord, One Peter one three says, "Blessed be God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to His abundant mercy has begotten us again into a lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead." There it says it, not only did God beget Jesus, but he begets and continues to do so every person who comes to him in a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Jesus identified himself with us on the cross, forgiving our sins and setting us free from all bondages so that we may be identified with him in his righteousness, in his victory, and in his triumph. And Ephesians 2, 5 to 6 says, even when we were dead in sins, he quickened us together with Christ, for grace you are saved, and has raised us up together and made us sit together with him in heavenly places in Jesus Christ. That means when we confess our sins Jesus forgives us and through prayer raises us up into the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. We are identified with Christ in the sight of God in that God has made us alive with Christ and has raised us up together with Christ to sit in heavenly places in Christ. And as Jesus has identified himself this much with us, we can in turn identify ourselves with him in his death, burial and resurrection and ascension by receiving Jesus as Lord. Hosea 6, 1-2 says, Come, let us return unto the Lord. For he is torn, but he will heal us. He is smitten, but he will bind us up. After two days he will revive us. In the third day he will raise us up, and we shall live in his Sight, Jesus rose after three days. This is a call to repentance, opening the way for our healing and restoration. Isaiah speaks to us that we are raised up with Christ. God not only raised Jesus from the dead, but every who receives Jesus plus his whole body, the church who have received him. Jesus has done it all for us from his side. He has only one thing for us to do, and that is for us to rise up in prayer and take authority on his behalf against our enemy, the devil, and against all those evil spirits of unworthiness, fears, rejections, hindrances, abuses, forgivenesses, addictions, and cast them out in Jesus' name. Even as Adam was in charge of creation, so we, with Christ's authority, have dominion. Luke 9, 1, And he called his twelve disciples together and gave them power and authority over all devils, and to cure all diseases and sent them out to preach the kingdom of God and heal the sick. Then to the seventy, Jesus says in Luke ten seventeen to twenty. And the seventy returned again with joy, saying, Lord, even the devils are subject to us through your name. And he said to them I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. Behold I give you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Not without standing in this, rejoice not. That the spirits are subject to you but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven wow and then he gives the same power to us 2 corinthians 10 3 to 5 for though we walk in the flesh do not war after the flesh for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing them into captivity, every thought to the obedience of Christ. God has provided us with the spiritual weapons to fight the spiritual war. These spiritual attacks on our lives are sent to stop us from becoming victorious Christians from the devil. John 10 verse 10 again says, The thief comes not but to steal, to kill and destroy. But I came that you might have life and life in abundance. The devil comes to steal, kill and destroy and will sometimes attack us even as young children to try and destroy our lives. And many people do not realize that they are not the only ones who have been through hardship or trauma. In fact, probably 80% of mankind has experienced in many different ways abuse, trauma, unfairness, hurt or loss in some way or other. And this often causes a person to live in the negative results caused by these unfortunate things that have happened to them. And these negative results will be in relation to the cause. Abuse will cause fear of man, fear of rejection, poor self-esteem. Trauma may cause insecurity, hurt, May cause anger, etc. And to get free, we need to come to the Lord and bring to Him everything. How? Bring Him back with you. Imagine a tunnel going back into your past. And now I want you to do this with me because many of you are struggling with these negative spirits in your lives. These hurts, these angers, these pride, unforgiveness, fears, rejections, abuse, etc. And God wants to set you free even now. I want you to take Jesus by the hand and say, Lord Jesus, please come with me down the tunnel into my past. Now, as you take Jesus with you now, imagine on the sides of the tunnel posters of the cause of your anger or the cause of your rejections or the cause of your anxiety or whatever it is I want you to show that poster to Jesus give it to him allow him to tear it up as he tears it up he will remove the sting of the cause of your bondage that's causing you trouble in your life today. Once he's torn it up, I want you to receive his loving arms around you. Now, if you've never received Jesus as Lord and Savior, you need to receive him as Lord and Savior. Just say this prayer after me. Lord Jesus, I come to you now. Thank you for dying for me on the cross. Please forgive me every sin I've ever done. I want to serve you in truth and righteousness from this moment on. Please come into my life as my Lord and Savior. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. All right, now take him with you down the tunnel of your life. Show him every cause of every negative thing. Now you may have to go off and do this alone, don't worry. You may not be able to listen to the rest of the radio program, that's okay. Go and sort out your life with Jesus right now. He loves you. And he wants to restore you and give you back the dominion that he first gave Adam and Eve on the cross by you receiving him as Lord and Savior. Because you can ask him also to baptize you in the Holy Spirit. That is God's spirit coming to live in you, giving you the nine gifts of the Holy Spirit. The three worship gifts, tongues, interpretation of tongues and prophecy. Three wonderful revelation gifts, discernment, supernatural knowledge and wisdom. God will give you his wisdom, his knowledge, his discernment. And then as you hear him and obey him, He will confirm your obedience as you do what he tells you to do with the three supernatural gifts of healings, working miracles and great faith. Isn't that glorious? Ask him to baptize you in the Holy Spirit as well. Say, Lord Jesus, please baptize me in your glorious Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. God bless you and I will now hand back to our host.